This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Turn, please, to Mark 5, Mark chapter 5, my, one of my favorite scriptures. Mark, the fifth chapter, and the 25th verse, Mark 5, 25, is speaking of the woman with the issue of blood. If you recall that, recall that story, she, uh, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. She wanted wholeness. And in the, scripture, uh, in the scriptures there, it talks about the fact that uh, she was, she was uh, 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 sick with this issue of blood, and she had been sick with this issue of blood for, for 12 years, and uh, she had been to many physicians, and she had suffered many things of many physicians, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she had spent all that she had, she spent all that she had. She spent all that she had. Some of us get upset without spending all that we have, we just get upset because there's a possibility we might have to spend all that we have. So this woman spent all that she had and was nothing better. Let's read it from the text, all right? In the 20, 25th verse, and a certain woman who had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. So for 12 years, she lost time. For 12 years, she lost all her strength. For 12 years, she suffered many things of many physicians. Now, that's, that's a very interesting uh, way to put that. She suffered many things of many physicians. We suffer many things of many physicians sometimes when we go. You know, sometimes it's embarrassing. They want you to take your clothes off. You take my clothes off. Who are you? Well, I'm the doctor. I have a right to do that. No, you don't. It's embarrassing. I don't care who it is. Even a male, seeing a male doctor, it's embarrassing. Then they put you through all these tests. They too are embarrassing especially when they're experimenting half the time and they just order all kinds of tests and they got you going through to different people and then these people are doing things to you. You don't know them from Adam. So when it says she suffered many things of many physicians, all of these strangers are getting personal with her. You can understand that. I mean, you, you know, you go to your doctor and he tells you, well, you have to go to a specialist. You go to the specialist, the first thing they tell you about is take off your clothes and put on this little beard thing. 
with all your backside out, you know. They tell you, do, you know, or, or the other guy tells you to drop your pants, the other one to pull up your blouse, you know. What is this? You don't even know these people. Amen. Amen. Suffered many things of many positions. It'd be, it'd be half all right if I go through all that, and then when I finish, at least I was healed. But this scripture says she suffered many things of many, many physicians and was never, nothing the better. As a matter of fact, she grew worse. So after all of this humiliation, she got worse. Amen. So then the scripture says, it says this. She spent all that she had, so her money was gone. Nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, when she heard of Jesus, when she heard of Jesus, having going through all this mess, losing her social standing, losing her contact with, with humans because she was considered unclean. She had to stay afar off and just scream, unclean, unclean. Some of us feel the same way. Amen. We don't want to tell everybody. We want it to be a. We want it to be hidden. We want it to be a, 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 a something that's you know that's covered up because of where we've been and what we've done and who we did it with. We don't want that to be known. We don't tell those stories. As a matter of fact, I told. I've heard. I've heard uh, ministers say, you know, well, when you, you know, when you get saved. Anything that you've ever done wrong, you need to go back and get it right. You need to go back and confess to those people, tell them you stole from them, go do this, do it. If God don't tell you to go, you better leave them people alone. Don't go telling them nothing. Because I'm telling you some of them folk got something for you. And when they lay it on you, and you say, but God, God going to say, I didn't tell you to tell them. He told you to tell them. Some of that stuff you better keep to yourself. I'm telling you. Amen. So anyway, <laughs> we, watch this now, we as a people have suffered many things of many people. Let me say it again. We, as a people, have suffered many things of many people. But when we heard of Jesus, listen to me now. Here's the answer. When we heard of Jesus, he's the answer for suffering many things of many people. He's the answer when you've spent all you had and nothing left. He's the answer for the embarrassment, for the humiliation, for all that you've suffered over the years. When she heard of Jesus, like Dr. Price said, when he learned the message of faith, 
He said, this is the answer for my people. No prejudice can stop God from blessing you. No person can hold you back when you know what God said and you do it his way. He'll bless you. He'll provide for you. He'll show you. He'll make it happen. Watch this now. Watch this now. The Lord said to me, I came off my job when he said, I got you retired. You're too young to retire. I got you off that job to work for me. My thought was, I'll starve. <laughs> sure enough, going to starve. Because I've seen some of these poor preachers with their run over shoes and their Come on. I, I've seen them. I said, starving time. We're going to be suffering for the Lord. But God said, I can do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. You set the benchmark. What I used to make in the world. I said, Lord, this is where I was. What can you do? I'm going to go you one better. I'm going I'm to I'm more than double what you could have made in the world if you do it my way. Because when she heard of Jesus, see, this is what we got to get in our, in our thinking. Once we've heard of Jesus, the, the, the word says that godliness is profitable. You're supposed to profit. It's not supposed to cost you. It don't cost you. Ain't giving up nothing to work for God. You ain't giving up nothing but a fool who's trying to hold your paycheck as hostage if you don't toe the line. God said, I'll take care of you. So I'll take better care of you than they were taking care of you because I'm God and I take care of them. Watch this now. No matter where you are, no matter how good you got it, God can do it better. So, this woman with the issue of blood, she came behind and she touched his garment for she said, if I may touch with his clothes, I shall be whole, complete. Everything restored. Everything that was lost, restored. You know, we, we, we read in, in, in Joel, the early and the latter rain, he's going to restore everything that the locusts and the canker worms, that great army has taken from you. He's going to restore the years to you. Glory to God. Expect. I said expect expect I expect to get better I don't expect to get what y'all call though you're getting older I expect to get older better better renewed like the eagle that's what I believe see because that's what the word says does it make sense no 
He's not giving you sense. He's giving you faith. So, watch this now. Yeah. I, I want to go there. Because my time is going. Turn to John. Turn to John. I got to go there right now. John, the fifth chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John, chapter five. Look at this. John chapter 5 verse 1. After this there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool. Which is called in the Hebrew tongue Beth Ezda. Having five portions. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk. The blind or withered waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. You thought the woman with 12 years. This man is 38 years with this infirmity. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? That's the question of the day. Will you be made whole? I said, That's the question of the day. Will you be made whole? The question of the day is, Will you be made whole? He didn't say anything about his ability. He asked for your will in the situation. He said, will you be made whole? That is the question. His ability is not questioned. His will is not questioned. It's your will. Will you be made whole? Or will you just accept a little bit? Will you be made whole? Or is this good enough? Will you be made whole? Or you just want to live where you are. So the question is not to God the Father, to God the Son, to God the Holy Ghost. The question is to us. Will we be made whole? What do you believe? What do you believe for? You're in your situation today. And like I said earlier, we all got issues. We all got situations. We all got stuff going on. But the question is, will you be made whole? Have you had enough of your mess? Have you had enough of what's going on? Have you had enough of other people doing what they shouldn't be doing against you? Will you be made whole? As I said, we as a people have suffered many things. Of many people for years. And the question is. Will you be made whole? Now I know I got to forgive. I got to forgive them folk. I got to walk in love. I got to believe the word. I got to do all these things. 
That's what it's going to take for me to be whole. So the question is, will you be made whole? Or do you want to hold on to that unforgiveness? See, she suffered many things of many physicians, but she wasn't talking about them no more. She heard Jesus. She said, I want that. I'm not going to live in the past. I'm not going to live in what they did to me. I'm not going to live in all they stole from me. I want to move on to the future and everything be restored. I'll be whole. I ain't holding a, what Brother Cornell say, I ain't mad at nobody. Amen. That's where you have to be. Because see, that's the question Jesus said, will you be made whole? What is your will in the situation? What is your will? See, we say we believe something. Here we go. Remember last week with desire? You remember that? What you desire, you go after it. What you desire, you will go after it to acquire it. Now, whatever it takes to get it, that's what you'll do. Will you be made whole? I know I got to do this, 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 and this. Will you be made whole? You got that? This, this is short, but it's powerful. See? See? It, it, it's short, but it's powerful. Will you be? It's not up to somebody else. It's not up to the physician. It's up to you. That's why Jesus said, will you be made whole? He ain't said nothing about the angel coming down. He ain't said nothing about people uh, helping you into the water. He ain't said nothing about any of that stuff. He said, will you be made whole? What is your will in this situation? Hallelujah. I mean, we got to go home and look in the mirror and point our finger at ourselves and say, will you be made whole? Are you tired of this? Or you want to do like Pharaoh when Moses said, okay, we can get rid of the frogs. And Pharaoh said, tomorrow, one more night with the frogs. You want to spend another night in your situation? It's up to you. Will you be made whole? And every, every one of us in here, we have something else that we need to deal with when it comes to this being whole. Will you be made whole? You got to ask yourself. Say, self, will you be made whole? Self. Can't blame anybody else. Can't blame the white folks, the black folks, the red folk, the yellow folk. You can't blame your education. You can't blame your lack of education. You can't blame your neighborhood. You can't blame nothing else. Your money, your lack of money. You can't blame anything else. He said, will you be made whole? He didn't ask him how much money he had. He didn't ask him what side of the tracks he lived on. He didn't ask him who was his, his relatives. He didn't ask him who was your wife. He said, will you be made whole? And I, I submit to you that Jesus is asking us the same question today. Every single one of us, he's asking, will you be made whole? Are you tired 
of living in the mess you're living in. Better think about it. Better consider it. Will you be made whole? Daughter, your faith can make you whole. You can get up, you can get up out that, that uh, chaos. You can get up out of it. I'm telling you, again, she's not the only one, only because she was up there singing. Amen. She's not the only one. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You just have to settle it. You have to settle it. You have to be fully persuaded. I want out of this. I want out of this. I want out of this. It may be some man that you don't think you can live without. Jesus says, will you be made whole? In other words, come on up out of there. You don't belong in there. Like he said to the woman at the well. And he said, go get your husband. And she said, oh, I don't have no husband. He said, you're telling the truth. You've had five husbands, but the one you're living with now, that's not your husband. That's another way of saying, will you be made whole? Kick that turkey to the curb. We all know what we got to do. We don't have to go through everything. We don't have to rehearse every single thing that might be right, might be wrong. We don't have to go through all that. Everybody know what needs to be done. Amen. Everybody know what needs to be done. And, and notice, he didn't ask the man, was you sinning yesterday? Talking about today, right now, will you be made whole? And the man gave a typical answer. I have no man to help me. God's talking to him, and he's looking for help from a man. My God, my God. <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah. Say the Bible is God speaking to me. Now, this will be easier. Turn to your neighbor and say, the Bible is God speaking to you. Will you be made whole? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.